This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. It's your weekly blitz with Chris, keeping you in the game. Coming to you from the crossroads of industry knowledge and business innovation, this is the Weekly Blitz, hosted by me, Coach Chris Cotton from AutoFix Auto Shop Coaching. The Weekly Blitz is a show that supercharges your auto repair business knowledge, helping you navigate the labyrinth of the automotive world, giving you the tools and the tips to, you need to steer your business to success. Each week, we deliver an episode jam-packed with insider know-how, industry developments, practical business strategies, and surprising things you didn't know you didn't know. The Weekly Blitz is brought to you by Shop Marketing Pros. I've been personally recommending Shop Marketing Pros since way before they were a podcast sponsor. They also do most, if not all, of my clients' marketing and should also be doing yours too. Many of my coaching clients work with Shop Marketing Pros and see results like they've never seen from other marketers that they've worked with. To learn more about their top-tier marketing for top-tier shops, see their links in the show notes or go to shopmarketingpros.com forward slash Chris. It's time to roll up the garage door on the mysteries of auto repair entrepreneurship. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or a starter in the game, this podcast is your owner's manual to running a successful independent auto repair shop. Now strap yourselves in, turn the key, and let's hit the gas. Hey, good morning, everybody. As always, Chris Cotton here on the Weekly Blitz. This is episode number 120. This is a continuation or a follow-up or whatever you want to call it talking about my fishbowl video from last week. So we talked about owners being in their fishbowl and I gave a a cross-country comparison. And what I wanted to do on this episode is I wanted to follow up a little bit and talk about really what we could do with a shop and a recent success story that we've been able to help a shop out with that's been with us for six months. So this is about six months in and we're following things up. And what I'm looking at is we have a tool that we call the AutoFix Profit Gateway. Whenever you become a client of ours, we put all of your starting information in there. And once we get your starting information in there, we can go back and tell once you put your weekly follow-up information in it, how you're doing versus the start. And then we've also got the goals in there. So just a little bit of background. This is a shop in the Houston, Texas area. It was a good shop. They were making money. And just to give you an idea, they were netting about $2,400 a week whenever we looked at it. And they were just really close. Sometimes they didn't have the cash flow. One of the owners had about six, seven checks in the top drawer of their desk that they hadn't cashed yet. If you know me, you know that's a big no-no for me. Like We got to figure out how to fix the business. What do we need to do with the business in order to make that not happen, right? We dug in. And just to give you a little bit of an idea, their total weekly sales previously was $22,680. Their gross profit dollars was around $7,700 gross profit. And their average repair order was $613. So really not bad, just, just not kind of where it needed to be. And when you looked at everything, their net profit was about 10.6% or $2,400 a week. So when we did the evaluation, they were doing a lot of things right. You hear us talk about cloud-based software. They had a a good cloud-based software program. A couple of things we did notice is their DVI process was really, really weak. So that's one of the things that we started in on was making sure that they had a DVI process that they were using and made sure that somebody was there 
looking at and or doing repair order audits and making sure that they were following up and teaching everybody from start to finish, you know, how many pictures do we want? How many videos do we want if we want any? And really for this shop, we wanted eight to 10 good, clean pictures. They didn't have to be all bad. Like we want some good with the bad, right? So, so we want to, we want to build value in the customer's car. We want to show the customer that, hey, this is a car worth having. So we want to share the good with the bad because if we don't tell them what's good about the car, then they're not going to know. Okay. So those metrics that we just talked about is like in the top tier of what our KPIs are. So they started out at 22,680 a week in sales. And, and right now their four week average is a little over 30,000. We've been able to pick up right at $8,000 a week in total sales. So that's a big plus right there. The thing we've done though is we haven't done that with car count. The car count's exactly identical. We've started a, a branding campaign to make sure that people are more aware, but really the car count, we just want it to be steady. Previously, the car count might fluctuate just a little bit, but our starting car count per week was 37 and our current four-week average car count is 37. So really, that's perfect. That's a great job. But what we have done is by looking at the DVI process and correcting it, we were able to raise the average estimate by about $400 per ticket. So previously, their average estimate was $929 per ticket. Now their four-week average is right at $1,300. And again, what we've done is we've introduced the a maintenance schedule program, doing fluid change services, and the shop had the capability to do BG products, but they just weren't selling any of it. And part of, part of it was teaching. One of the things we had to do is we had to go in and teach our sales staff and our technicians why these products were good, why they were helpful, and how they helped the customer. Our average estimate went up. And if you ask me, I just taught a class in Charlotte, North Carolina over the weekend when I was talking to this group of shop owners, this is my number one KPI. Like I don't typically rank them, but if our average estimate is $600 and our average repair order goal is $900, and guess what? We're never going to get there. So we were able to raise the average estimate and our average repair order has gone up from right around $600 to $829, which again, this just proves the thing I've been saying for years, if you have a great DVI process, it's going to help you lift your average repair order over $200. On average, it's like 240s. And we're right, we're right in that 220 range, almost 230 range. So if you're out there and you're like, I'm on this program or that program or any of these other programs, and I've never, I think spending money on a cloud-based program that has DVI built in is not worth it. I'm telling you completely you're wrong. How would you like to do another 200 something dollars on every ticket you do this week? So if you tell me you can't do that or don't have time, I believe that you believe that, but it's not the truth. So continuing down the line, because of the increase in average repair order, and we really haven't increased much else along with that, again, same amount of vehicles, we just have the average repair order in there, but our net profit's gone up 5%. So our net profit dollars has gone from $2,400 a week to $4,800 a week, almost to the penny. And so now our sales have gone up. 
our net profit dollars have gone up. And and one of the things we're looking to in the future, for this shop in particular, they're currently in the process of building a bigger shop right across the street from where they're at. So we are in the process of getting ready to hire some more technicians and be ready when we move into that other shop because our car count is going to increase at that point. We're just going to be able to carry this forward. So it's going to be really, really good. It's been really, really good for this business. Some minor tweaks. We still have some things to do on the parts gross profit margin. We've been able to raise it five percentage points so far. So that's definitely helped. The big thing for this shop is our labor gross profit margin has gone up 13%. And really, we haven't changed the pay plan. We're just doing a better job of billing out our tickets. And then the increase in sales has offset that. So it's it's had an effect on the effective labor rate as well. And I'll talk about that here in just a minute when we get to the bottom of the page. So really, oh, all those things are good. One of the things I want to talk about is their technician productivity. Their technician productivity has gone up about 10% as well. Just because they're, they have the technicians there, we're just able to do more, more money with that. The biggest change we've had in this shop is we've been able to add a second service advisor. So part of that was to be in preparation for the bigger shop and getting them ready for the processes and procedures and being able to help us move into this other facility. Really, the technicians loaded costs are in line. Another thing that we don't have much data on at this point is bay utilization. It's something that we just started really tracking hard. It's going to be one of the numbers that we have and that we move up the list. But what I found is we have a lot of shops that their technicians are productive. Shop owners want a second location, but we're only at 50% capacity what that shop can do. So before we buy a second location, let's move the productivity and the capacity of this shop closer to its 100% level and really figure out how to make the bay utilization and the bay productivity better. When we talk about car count, it's not always about car count. It's about how people see us and how people see our image. And and imaging is one of the things that we worked on. And there's some things that we started doing to begin with now, again, with the move in mind. So when I'm talking about that, I can't say enough good things about Shop Marketing Pros and their owners, Brian and Kim Walker. I could go on and on and talk about all the great things that they can do for your website design, SEO, Google ads. But the thing that impresses me the most is their company culture. And more importantly, the extreme ownership that drives their thinking. If you don't know, there's a book about extreme ownership by Jocko Willink. It's basically standing up and owning your process and then doing the same thing when things go wrong. If you do something wrong, you stand up, you hold up your hand and say, hey, I messed that up, but I'm willing to fix that in the future. And no matter how hard you try, sometimes things just don't go the way they should. You shop owners know that. And what's important is how you handle things when they go sideways. Brian's talked about it on their Facebook page and their podcast called the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast. You can find it on the Aftermarket Radio Network. If you're looking for a marketing company, to take you to the next level, then why not try Shop Marketing Pros? It's top-tier marketing for top-tier auto repair shops. Again, we have the image set. Our Google ads are in place. We've already broken ground on this shop, the new shop. The slab's in, the walls are going up. So probably, I'm going to say August is when we'll be able to do the grand opening on the shop. 
So it'll be really, really interesting to see how that propels them forward. So when we get into the bottom half or the bottom third of our KPI trackers on the Autofix Profit Gateway, one of the things is build hours. So we've been able to increase our build hours. But the good thing is, is we've been able to decrease our worked hours. So this is part of what makes us more productive. Our worked hours has gone down 21 hours a week and our build hours has gone up about 10 to 15 hours a week. So we've been able to make that difference. This is one of the ways we're able to go in and make the productivity better. You know, especially in Houston right now in the heat, man, if we can keep those technicians there less and have them be just as productive in, and bill out more than all the better. The close rate in the shop was, was pretty good. They tracked it a little bit differently because they didn't always present their estimates. So what we did is we really worked on fixing the close rate. My ideal close rate is 65% or better. If you're in the 75, 80%, then you're doing really good. I think as long as you're writing all the estimates, this shop was in the 60s and now they're consistently in the high 60, low 70s. Our weekly fixed costs have stayed the same until we move in the building, but we're going to have to reset our targets because we're going to have to go up just a little bit because of the extra cost in there. But earlier when I was talking about how we fixed our effective labor rate, just by being more productive in using our technician's time better, we've been able to go from effective labor rate of 102.06 to effective labor rate of 126.12, which puts us closer to our labor rate, not quite within the 90% target that I would want us to be at, but pretty close. We went from having minimal DVI inspections done properly to having them done in a more efficient manner, more timely, and closer to our 300% rule. That was a podcast we did, oh gosh, a, a long time ago. The other thing that we've seen go up, obviously, if we do a better job on the estimate, if we sell more, then our labor hours per repair order should go up. And so our labor hours per repair order have gone up not quite half an hour per car, but really, really close. If you're looking at figuring out a way or want to know a way how to pick up half an hour more per car, it's out there. You just got to go get it. But you really, really have to have your processes and procedures in place. Make sure that somebody's looking at it and following up and then going from there. One of the other things that we do in the shop, that's not a metric except for it could show up in your close ratio and everything like that, is the owner's taking time now to listen to incoming and outgoing phone calls. And we're coaching that process through the shop owner to the service advisors to make sure that we're doing the job we need to. Because let's face it, too often we mess up this phone call when somebody calls in and we don't close the appointment or don't get the customer in. So that's a real rundown on this one. Hang around for next week. I'm going to talk about kind of a little failure and the unique situation that they were in. Again, we talk about fishbowl. Really, most of these issues are the same. They're just a little bit different from shop to shop. But if you if you like these case studies, let me know. Also, stick around for the one in California. It's a doozy, okay? That's all the time we have for today, folks. And I hope you found this episode of the Weekly Blitz both informative and inspiring. I truly believe in the power of knowledge and collaboration to drive success. And I trust that the insights we've shared today can empower you to take your auto repair business to the next level. We're incredibly grateful for all of our listeners. Your commitment to learning, growth, and improvement is what keeps us doing what we do, and we never forget that. 
We also want to thank our incredible sponsor, Shop Marketing Pros, for making this show possible. Their dedication to the success of independent auto repair shops like yours is truly unparalleled. Shop Marketing Pros provides top-tier marketing for top-tier shops just like yours. Remember, success doesn't come to you. You have to go out and get it. It's about making strategic decisions, fostering effective management, and continuously seeking to educate yourself and your team. That's what the Weekly Blitz is all about, and we're committed to being a resource for you every step of the way. Join us next week as we continue to provide actionable insights, expert advice, and real-world stories from the trenches of the auto repair industry. Don't forget to subscribe, share this podcast with fellow shop owners, and leave us a review if you enjoyed today's episode. And as always, if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to tackle in an upcoming episode, please get in touch. Chris at autofixsos.com. Your input is what shapes this show. Until next time, everybody, this is Chris Cotton signing off. Keep your gears running smoothly. Keep learning and keep growing. Remember, in this business, every day is a chance to get better. Here's to your continued success. As always, it's time to rise and grind. Get out there and get her done, everybody. You've been listening to The Weekly Blitz with Coach Chris Cotton on the aftermarketradionetwork.com. Follow Chris on your favorite podcast listening app. Let him know what you'd like him to cover. His email is in the show notes. Chris is all for advancing the aftermarket.